It's not my fault that the Democrats today have become so extreme, so far to the socialist wing, that they are now opposed to work requirements, that they are now opposed to saving one dollar less than you spent the year before. That to me really seemed that the problem are the Democrats. Saving one dollar less? I, I think he meant to say spending one dollar less than uh, they spent last year. I'm, uh, I'm only guessing. He is the Speaker of the House, after all. I am merely a radio talk show host. Well, and television show host as well, but... On the Newsmax, happy Thursday to you, and, um, and welcome. What is it? Tomorrow is uh, tomorrow's graduation day at the United States Naval Academy? I believe that's correct. Big day, you know, uh, the Naval Academy, uh, Annapolis, Maryland, not too far outside of Washington, D.C., about a 45-minute drive. And uh, we have uh, one of our great friends, of course, Larry O'Connor. His daughter is graduating, going to be a naval officer, submariner, I believe. No, it's not submariner. It's submariner in England, but it's a submariner here in the United States. Um, happy, happy Thursday to you, and uh, we have Memorial Day weekend coming up and all that good stuff. A lot going on. Our nation's capital. We have uh, Rolling Thunder. Rolling Thunder will be rolling into town. The veterans and, uh, you know, lots and lots, tens of thousands of motorcycles. A lot of Harleys, but not all Harleys. Tens of thousands of motorcycles and and uh, great, uh, great event, Rolling Thunder, down in the mall, going around the mall and Thunder Alley uh, by the State Department on 22nd Street by Constitution and Constitution Avenue, that is, and uh, lots of fun. So that's a big Memorial Day thing here in Washington, D.C. My best girl and I, we tend to go. We have friends that are very much involved with Rolling Thunder, Walt Sides and, uh, and others, one of the founders. And that's a, uh, that's a great thing, giant motorcycle rally on the mall in Washington. Uh, uh, every Memorial Day, and it's uh, a lot of fun. So we got that going for us. And uh, family vacations, a lot of people traveling. I heard on the news, like, I mean, uh, largely by automobile, automobile. And uh, that means uh, burning gasoline, and that really upsets the Democrats. They don't want to see people doing that. They, so they get on the private jets, and they go, you know, like, like uh, we, didn't, we didn't even use Boltneck the other day. We had uh, audio of Boltneck of John Kerry, uh, talking about and and it's uh, the, the video of him stepping down off the Gulfstream jet to lecture people about their carbon footprints is always funny. These guys, no sense of irony. So we've got uh, we've got that going for us, and we and, and we've got uh, uh, a number of crazy stories. You know, uh, James Comer, the uh, uh, committee chairman in the House of Representatives, Republican, and it turns out he's doing real good stuff. I think, and he's uh, calling out Christopher Ray, the FBI director who, uh, if you ask me, is a, a crook. It's just my opinion. I could be right. And a uh, crooked guy. And James Comer and Christopher Ray will meet. They will meet in person. It might be a cage match or something. I'd look out. Christopher Ray might be sneaking weapons in. Some, some, you got you to gotta bring magnetometers. Got to make sure to pat them down uh, and stuff. So Christopher Ray there to meet after the FBI's, once again, refusal to produce documents that have been subpoenaed by the Congress. You know, the Constitution, government oversight, uh, executive branch, uh, legislative branch, all that stuff. Uh, these documents, according to whistleblowers out of the FBI, allegedly show that the Biden family was taking uh, illegal money from foreign interests while Joe Biden was vice president. And the FBI won't hand it over. 
And they're saying, oh, no, it's sources and methods. You're going to get people killed. And then the news media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, will be saying, see, the FBI says the Republicans are trying to get people killed. No, uh, actually, the FBI is shielding the Biden family once again, and so is the news media. But what's the difference? You know, Again, as Benito Mussolini said, the fascism is a merger of state and corporate power. And we're seeing it all around us these days, all around us. Uh, and uh, uh, whack-a-doodle-doo. It's pretty crazy. So we got that going. I've got an update for you and some audio for you on that. Ron DeSantis, of course, uh, President Trump uh, likes to call him Ron DeSanctimonious. Ron DeSanctimonious. And uh, what's, uh, what's the other one now? Ron de, uh, de tax, um, uh, sale, dot, Ron de sales tax. Ron de sales tax, which is, is uh, funnier, I think, actually, because it's, it's funnier in the, in the ads and everything. But we've got, uh, we've got some audio for you of the big announcement last night. There were some hiccups, as they call them, hiccups, technical hiccups with the Twitter and, and uh, some delays and, and all of that. Um, boy, but we've got, uh, we've got audio from Ron DeSantis. And then he appeared on television. The, the uh, announcement on Twitter was audio only, which is peculiar in the 21st century, I've got to say. Don't want to use TikTok, I guess, because the commies and everything. Got that going on. And Jen Psaki, we got uh, Jen, Jen Psaki. You remember her? She, well, what is she now? She, uh, my, she was the White House spokesmodel for Joseph Robinette Biden for a period of time. And she had that gasoline colored hair. She's uh, really, you know, like uh, Colonel Kleb in the James Bond movie uh, from Russia with Love. And uh, Jen Psaki pans DeSantis' decision to announce on Twitter. And the news media covers that. What is she now? She's a journalist. That's uh, She's uh, making quotation marks with my fingers. She's a journalist, right? And uh, that's what she does now. Because NBC News said, wait a minute, a Democrat White House official? That's a journalist if I ever saw one. And so they hired her and they paid her gobs of money to pretend to be a journalist. It's a remarkable thing. So the... Uh, uh, and, and the headlines all over the place, the New York Times and USA Today and everybody, the Washington Post, attacking and panning DeSantis because of a technical hiccup. You know, Joe Biden fell down another flight of stairs and they left that out of their out of their coverage. He's in an iron lung now. They, they might report that sometime next week. Right, I'm embellishing. I'm embellishing. But, uh, you know, for effect. DeSantis presidential announcement silenced by technical problems. They're very... Very, uh, you know, uh, focused on on that. So we've got uh, that for you as well. Also, a lot of uh, we got an update on uh, there are all kinds of transgender stuff because the Democrats are still off the chain, aren't they? The Tranheiser Bush uh, and Targay. Now it's a now it's being called Targay. It was a Target, then it was Targay, Targay, the preferred French pronunciation. And now because of their, you know, they, they're in business with that Satan worshiper in England doing uh, clothing. And then the, all of the, you know, transgender stuff for children, for children, which they thought was a good idea uh, and probably not. But now it's called Targay because it went from Targay to Targay. And that's the thing about that. And Tranheiser Bush, the queen of beers, and we got that going. But there's more um, because that, well, first of all, the Bud Light people have lost. Have you heard about this? $15.7 billion that Harvard and Wharton educated woman that they hired to take over their marketing campaign. I think she's probably in the islands now uh, slurping some kind of exotic drink through a straw. Uh, she got new sunglasses yesterday. She's fine. Don't worry about her. But the shareholders at Anheuser-Busch or Tranheiser-Busch as it's known, 
uh, out $15.7 billion. Boy, the Wharton School should give her an award of some kind, don't you think? How many other Wharton grads do you think have uh, canceled $15.7 billion in stock value? They should uh, review. There, there might be a couple, but, uh, but that's a pretty, uh, pretty stunning number. And uh, Target, or Target, now they're pulling, they're pulling, can you say pulling in this context? Pulling pride range items. Uh, and the media is very upset about it. Newsweek says, looks like a retreat because it's a war. It's like, uh, you know, a war against children and their gender and things like that. So I've got that, and I'll update you on that as well. Uh, Target customers shocked after company features pride items by Satanist partner who uh, publishes things like the devil is hope and love, you know, Satan, they love Satan. Uh, oh, and then we got the, uh, there's more, there's more. Well, first of all, uh, North Face, it's North Face, right? North Face is uh, now doing a transgender ad campaign for North Face sportswear. Is that sportswear? Is that what we call it? Kind of uh, sportswear-y stuff, uh, clothing. And that's, uh, they've decided that's a good idea too. Uh, and uh, also, you know, in Los Angeles, they've got the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's a baseball team. And uh, they've got the on-again, off-again thing with the, uh, the transgender, anti-Catholic sisters of perpetual indulgence, right? And uh, they're on-again, and they're getting an award from the Los Angeles Dodgers. And it turns out that none other than Joe Biden's own Department of Energy nuclear waste specialists uh, mustachioed, shaved head, cross-dressing, non-binary Sam Brinton. He, as it turns out, is a member of the Washington, D.C. chapter, or as they call it, the Washington, D.C. convent of the uh, anti-Catholic pornographic sisters, cross-dressing, sisters of perpetual indulgence. And that's okay. That's not in the Washington Post today. There's a lot that's not in the Washington Post today. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll be getting to a bunch of that. Pretty amazing stuff. Um, yeah, the new North Face, uh, that's, you know, uh, probably went to Harvard and Wharton also. So uh, so we've got that. The uh, AOC, you know her, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez warns that the debt ceiling fight may bring chaos. Maybe in, uh, who do we have? It was Pramila Jayapal yesterday said, you know, to, to the streets that could that people could end up in the streets, uh, which when the Democrats say that you you start envisioning burning churches and overturned burning police cars and looting um, you know, because you got to look out. If you own a store in a shoplifting center these days, you got to look out for Democrats. They should have, you know, they got uh, metal detectors, magnetometers. They should have some kind of a Democrat detector because I think, are all Democrats looters now? Louis Vuitton. Uh, I'm surprised there are any Louis Vuittons left. So we've got, uh, we've got that going. I got an update on uh, Tucker Carlson and Fox News. They went in and they stripped down his studio. He's been doing his show from home in Maine, and they went and pulled all the equipment out because, you know, we got uh, we got that. I've got an update for you on the driver of the U-Haul that crashed into the uh, barricades around the White House, and uh, and uh, this is kind of crazy. <clears throat> the New York Times very excited that the Oxford English Dictionary um, have they're adopting African American words and terms. This is. Uh, new and interesting. We've got this going on. But these are not my, uh, these are great stories, of course. But one of the things that's really got my goat today, do I have a goat? The, uh, if I did, they would, have, they would have it. But 
They've got my goat today. This is a big, big one. And boy, is it not in the Washington Post. And boy, is it not in the New York Times. And boy, is CNN not talking about this. Although CBS did have a whistleblower story last night, which was quite surprising. I wonder how they, there's a trick here of some kind. I know they're going to, they're going to, there's, they got something up their sleeve. But we'll share that with you as well. Another IRS um, whistleblower story. And speaking of the, and, and saying that they're hiding the Biden investigation, once again, they're playing hide the ball and uh, not to conjure up images of Hunter Biden in the bathtub or anything, but the, they, uh, here's uh, another IRS story that the Washington Post and the New York Times are absolutely not going to cover, just like the New York Post reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop and the emails and big guy getting 10% and uh, the hookers, some of whom are Russian. Not all of them, of course. You know, Hunter uh, is not uh, prejudiced, although he is actually. <clears throat> Remember, he said he declared there's video of him saying he wants nothing to do with Asian women. Well, it's nothing to do with Asian. So we found one. We finally found <laughs> the only one that I'm aware of. But here's the, uh, here's the story. The IRS, it's the IRS again. The IRS opened probe. They have a lot of probes, don't they? Ever-expanding probes, most of them. The IRS opened probe into Matt Taibbi, the liberal Democrat journalist that was brought in by Elon Musk at Twitter to go through all of the Twitter files and find out about the corruption of the FBI um, going to the permanent bureaucracy, the deep state. Um, and go to the Chris Plant store online. We have the, the Department of Deep, deep State t-shirts and coffee mugs and, and all kinds of great stuff. I survived the Wuhan Red Death. I think everybody should now get a I survived the Wuhan Red Death uh, t-shirt and coffee mug, don't you think? Because that's pretty much over, isn't it? Except for, you know, crazy people who go around wearing masks. But uh, Matt Taibbi, uh, this story is, is just appalling. It's horrifying. This is, you know, if Richard Nixon had done this, uh, the Washington Post newsroom would still be talking about it today. Of course, Richard Nixon didn't. Barack Obama did, uh, and the, the Obama-Biden administration did. And now the Biden administration is doing it again, using the IRS, that is, to target the political enemies of the Democratic Party. Now, he's a member of the Democratic Party. Died in the wool, liberal, uh, lefty, ACLU guy, according to him. Uh, but that doesn't matter. He must be destroyed, and the, the party is using the government to do it. Remember, it's a merger of state and corporate power. Uh, and these abuses of power are considered to be perfectly acceptable. And, and wait till you hear the details of this IRS, the latest attack on Matt Taibbi. That is coming up. We are at 888-630-9625. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. The Democrat Party is in a wacky, wacky place, aren't they? Got this, uh, you know, Joe Biden, the uh, the Heritage Foundation, the wonderful people at the Heritage Foundation have the uh, the story today, Mary Margaret Olihan. Uh, it came out yesterday, actually. Devout Catholic Joe Biden, silent amid outrage over anti-Catholic transgender nuns promoted by the L.A. Dodgers. Well, in his defense, he has no idea what's going on around him. The uh, the Daily Signal, his brain, she's a no good, she's a broke, that brain of his, she's no good. Oh, and also, did you see Cringe? Did you see Cringe? Um, you know, former Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin during the Trump administration, the, uh, the White House spokesmodel uh, tried to talk about former Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin, and it did not go very well. We've got that for you as well. Um, it's good to be a Democrat. It really is, because whack-a-doodle-doo, day in and day out. Uh, yeah, but the, the Daily Signal with a, a great piece, Mary Margaret Olihan, a wonderful journalist and writer, and uh, telling the truth. There are some people out here telling the truth, and, and, and I'll get to that, because now it, you know the nuclear, the cross-dressing, non-binary nuclear official in the Biden Energy Department, the luggage thief with uh, stealing the, all the women's clothes and jewelry, and, and that's all fine. Of course, he's in the can now, um, and he's going to be transferred from Montgomery County, from the can there in Maryland to, uh, to Virginia to face because he stole luggage from the woman, the African Im- immigrant woman that made her own clothing, designed her own clothing, really cool clothing. And uh, this lunatic, Sam Brinton, stole her luggage dressed up in her clothing. She uh, was looking around on the Internet and was like, hey, who's this dude wearing my unique clothing that I made that was stolen along with my luggage at Reagan Airport in Washington? And the news media can't find this story with a a miner's helmet and a divining rod either. Pretty amazing stuff. But uh, let's get back because the IRS abuses. You may recall... And I want to get into this because I think this is truly outrageous. And I have audio for you of Matt Taibbi, the journalist, uh, who, again, self-describes as a big lib and was brought in by Elon Musk to take a look at the Twitter files. And you'll never guess what happened next. And the timing of this is probably the most extraordinary part of it. And I have that coming up. And then a little refresher, a little refresher. You remember a woman named Lois Lerner? Um, the abuses of power by the Obama-Biden administration that have been swept under the rug, erased from their official record by, you know, the usual suspects. That's coming up. All right, wait till you hear this uh, IRS abuse story uh, ongoing again, and our news media couldn't be more corrupt if they were in North Korea, they are uh, the Washington Post, the New York Times. I could start naming reporters. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. 
that are not covering the story today and editors, I'm making quotation marks again, uh, extraordinary stuff. Uh, before we get into the Matt Taibbi story, which is a, an outrage for the ages, uh, and the bigger outrage is the news media's burying the story, not covering the story, covering up another scandal for the Biden administration and the Democrats. That's the, the bootlicks in the fraudulent, corrupt American Fourth Estate. That's the true scandal here. That's the bigger scandal. Right? Now, the IRS scandal is an enormous scandal, and people should go to penitentiaries. I'll explain in a, in a minute. But first, let's, uh, we're at 888-630-9625. Let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Sean calling from Rockville, Maryland. That's where we keep it. Sean, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Chris, you're a great American. Thank you very much. I know you are, too. <laughs> hey, you mentioned Rolling Thunder earlier, and something came to my mind. What yeah. happens when everything goes electric? Huh, let me see. No Harleys uh, by the thousands bursting. I guess, and they're all electric motorcycles. I guess it'll be like Rolling Hummer. <laughs> we'll have to put cards back in the spokes. Put cards back in the spokes, yeah, with, uh, with uh, what do you call those, clothespins, with clothespins. I haven't used a clothespin right. since I was nine years old, I think. It took me a minute to get to clothespin. Yeah, put, uh, yeah, put some, uh, you know, and they're bicycle playing cards, aren't they, huh? Hmm? Coincidence? That's right. Yeah, bicycle playing cards. <laughs> have to put cards in the spokes so they make a little noise. The electric uh, Harley's going by. It, it won't be the same, that's for sure. You know, there's nothing more American than, than the sound of a Harley Davidson. Am I right? Dang straight. Dang straight. That's exactly right. Well, uh, Sean, thank you. That's a, that's a very interesting thought. Because Rolling, Th have you ever been to Rolling Thunder? Unfortunately, not. <clears throat> well, you live in Rockville. You should head down there this weekend. It's it's a really cool thing. Veterans. It's very patriotic. It's American. Uh, the motorcycles are great. Uh, people are. Uh, really having fun. It's always been fun. I've been going, I don't even know how long, uh, more than 20 years I've been going to uh, Rolling Thunders uh, back when I was with CNN. Uh, so even longer than that, uh, I used to go, I used to go as a news guy and go cover it because I would have them, I was in charge of weekend coverage for a period of time and I would cover it live. You know, we could dip in and out of Rolling Thunder events all day long on CNN. And I'm sure they don't do that anymore because, you know, Chairman Mao, something like that. Um, Sean, thank you very much. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. It's not yet Friday, but, you know, we can start early. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, you can't drink all day if you don't start first thing in the morning, as they say. You know, <laughs> you know you start your Memorial Day weekend early. I'm not advising that. I'm just, I'm just saying. All right, now, let's go to the Matt Taibbi story because this is a truly amazing story. Uh, I want to just give a refresher because I think this has been swept down the memory hole. The Obama and Biden administration used the IRS to target political enemies of the Democratic Party. You know, groups that use the word patriot, for example. They use the Internal Revenue Service. Richard Nixon once talked about using the IRS when he was president and his own against his political enemies. And his own IRS director said, no, we shouldn't do that, Mr. President. And he said, well, okay. And that was about it for the Richard Nixon. Now, now they're still talking about that. Oh, yeah, Nixon and the IRS. Um, nothing happened. They didn't do it. But they still talk about that. I think they teach it in school. They have textbooks on it. But the Obama, uh, you know, uh, Barack Hussein Obama, and, uh, 
And Joseph Robinette Biden, who was the vice president at the time, collecting money from overseas, uh, but the uh, Treasury Department's hiding that, the FBI is hiding that. Uh, you remember the FBI went to Twitter and to Facebook on the lead up to Election Day and, and uh, played a game of uh, hide the ball on the New York Post reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop and the emails and big guy and his 10% share. And it was all true, but uh, the FBI was involved in burying the story uh, in cahoots with the uh, corporate information oligarchs. Again, a merger of state and corporate power. See Benito Mussolini. In any event, 2017, let me, uh, let me go to uh, National Panhandler Radio, NPR. IRS apologizes for aggressive scrutiny of conservatives. That's the, uh, the headline there. And the, the uh, Washington Post, Justice Department agrees to settle lawsuits over IRS abuses of conservative groups. The New York Times, from October 26th of 2017, Justice Department settles with Tea Party groups. Now, listen to this. The government agreed to a multi-million dollar settlement to resolve one lawsuit which was brought on behalf of 428 groups, 428 groups, because you see the Biden, uh, the Obama-Biden administration used the Internal Revenue Service to target groups that uh, in particular had words like patriot or tea party in the name of their groups. And the the multi-million dollar settlement, and the apology, uh, apologize, the apology from the IRS uh, came uh, in uh, 2017. So after, of course, uh, Hillary Clinton lost the presidency to Donald Trump, and that was uh, just uh, was a wonderful moment in, in human history. So a legal settlement that still awaits federal judge's approval, National Panhandler Radio wrote on October 27, 2017. The IRS, quote, expresses its sincere apology, end quote. Um, I don't think it was actually sincere. For mistreating a conservative organization called Lynchpins of Liberty. Oh, yeah, they targeted anybody with the word liberty, too. Along with 40 other conservative groups. That's not the number that New York Times has, 428 for the New York Times. In their application for tax-exempt status. And a second case, NorCal Tea Party Patriots. They had uh, that all the buzzwords there, Tea Party and Patriots, so they had to be targeted by the Democrats. And 427 other groups suing the IRS also reached a sub- substantial financial settlement with the government. It was the government that was... Uh, that was uh, and, and so millions of dollars, it's not like it comes out of their pockets, it comes out of our pockets. See, this is how real corruption works. This is, this is old-school crazy corruption. Now, let me jump forward to uh, yesterday, and uh, here's the story from the New York Post, which covers the news, and the New York Times does not, and the Washington Post does not, because they're filthy corrupt. That's how corrupt they are, filthy corrupt. IRS opened probe into Matt Taibbi's taxes after Twitter document dump. Now, you may remember Matt Taibbi, who is a lifelong and, you know, an honest man, a, a left-wing Democrat and a lifelong journalist, uh, but an honest journalist. There are a few of them in the world. Uh, but the IRS, this is yesterday now, not 2007, but yesterday, IRS opened Matt Taibbi tax probe on Christmas Eve 
following Twitter files document dump because Matt Taibbi again was brought in by Elon Musk to go through the Twitter files and find uh, the corruption, and he found lots of it. And in fact, on the very day that he dumped a bunch of documents from the Twitter files showing all kinds of corruption, on that day, the IRS opened an investigation into his 2018 tax returns. And, and that day, interestingly, was Christmas Eve, where, you know, the little uh, scribes at the, at the Internal Revenue Service are, are clawing away at the uh, American flesh. And, and, and uh, oh, and by the way, it was a Saturday when the IRS is not open and not working, but they made a special trip just to open an investigation to Matt Taibbi. And you may remember that uh, Matt Taibbi was called up not so long ago to Capitol Hill, uh, maybe a year ago now, up to Capitol Hill to testify about what he found when he was going through the Twitter files and the retaliation that he has experienced. They all experience retaliation. The IRS whistleblowers, the FBI whistleblowers, their uh, retaliation are us, is the Democrat Party thing. And... um, So the IRS opened an examination of journalist Matt Taibbi's 2018 tax returns on Christmas Eve of last year, as 2022, just months ago. Three weeks after he exposed sensitive documents about government officials pressuring Twitter to censor content. And that's the FBI, the crooked FBI again, right? The House Judiciary Committee said Wednesday, that's yesterday, it obtained that detail and other information about the case from the IRS following the outcry over the tax agent visiting Taibbi's home March 9th, 2022, last year, the same day that he testified to Congress about the Twitter files. So he's invited by the Republicans up to the House of Representatives to testify, not the Democrats. They tried to destroy him, and they they lied about him, and they smeared him, and called him an alleged journalist, and he's a major award-winning left-wing Democrat journalist, but never mind that. Uh, so the IRS went to his house while he was on Capitol Hill. You know, knock, knock. Uh, they bring an armored vehicle and explosive charges, a battering ram and all that stuff. Documents provided to the committee raise more questions than they answer. Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan wrote to an IRS, the IRS commissioner, uh, Daniel Werfel. His name is Werfel. Daniel Werfel. Uh, in a uh, letter requesting that he make further disclosures, which, of course, they will stonewall them on. Now, so Christmas Day, and it was a Saturday, and the IRS people showed up at work to open an investigation into a guy who was a thorn in the side of, and again, that's not a work day for the IRS, a thorn in the side of the Biden administration and the Democrat Party and the FBI, right? Um, Pay no attention Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber rallies. All right, so let's go because Matt Taibbi was on the television yesterday talking about this. He went on the Fox News channel. And um, he, uh, well, let's just listen to the way that uh, Matt Taibbi described it, a liberal, left-wing, Democrat, lifelong journalist who just wants to do the right thing and hold government feet to the fire and tell the truth. Uh, But uh, nothing gets you in trouble like the truth, as I like to say. Matt Taibbi. Well, initially, I was reluctant to comment about this story because I thought it was possible that this was an innocent mistake or a coincidence. But um, now I don't think there's really a whole lot of doubt that this was um, somehow politically motivated. At least it has the appearance of that. 
You think? And I think they're, they need to answer some questions about why they made this decision. Nah, I don't think so. Let's go to 12A, just to establish Matt Taibbi's bona fides here for the Democrat Party. <laughs> no, of course not. No, I'm, I'm, uh, I actually wrote a book called Insane Clown President about Donald Trump. Right. Uh, you know, look, for me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a traditional sort of ACLU liberal. Like, I grew up in the news media. Traditional ACLU liberal, he wrote a book, uh, a hate Trump book called Insane Clown President, which is, of course, a, a play off of the, uh, the band Insane Clown Posse, right, out of Detroit, who my best girl and I went and saw on the mall in Washington, D.C. I got my ICP t-shirt, my Insane Clown Posse t-shirt and, and stuff. Um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend their music. They curse a lot. Uh, among other things, but and they're uh, confused by magnets and how magnets work. But that's uh, so. Here's Matt Taibbi yesterday on the television. He's uh, you know a liberal ACLU liberal lifelong uh, Democrat brought in by Elon Musk. How dare he? Uh, now he's on the the death lists for the Democrat Party. They're opening an investigation into me on a Saturday on Christmas Eve on the same day that I just released a a report about the ties between the FBI and other um, enforcement agencies and tech platforms. And it was a three-year-old case, and, it, and I, I didn't owe them any money. So all of those factors combined to make the optics of this r- really strange. Um, you would wonder uh, what supervisor would be calling an agent uh, on a Saturday and asking them to come into work to open up a case on that day. And to the guy who's working with Elon Musk and exposing corruption at the FBI and their uh, collusion and their merger with uh, corporate power, uh, Matt Taibbi on uh you know, uh, Obama and Biden. You know, there's been some evidence over the years that there's in, um, increasing political pressure coming from presidents for the IRS to open um, or engage in political investigations. Um, that's happened under both Republican and Democratic administrations. But uh, it is very concerning in this context. And, um, you know, I think people should look at the the, the the context of this investigation, especially what what uh, you know we were looking at the Twitter files, and um, it, it's hard not to see it as some kind of retaliation or an attempt to intimidate. Maybe not mm-hmm. me, but future reporters who would look at this kind of material. They've uh, weaponized the IRS, the FBI, the intelligence agencies, the Department of Justice. Uh, weaponization is the word of the year. I think I was a little naive about how willing uh, maybe the some of these agencies were to. Uh, try to intimidate reporters. Um, uh, this is quite brazen, what they're doing. I mean, they had to know uh, that this was going to come out. Also, visiting me on my at my home on the day I'm testifying before Congress, um, that shows you that they're probably not terribly worried about the optics of all this, which I think is even more concerning. Optics. Yeah, well, that's because they know that the news media is completely in the tank, with the exception of Newsmax TV and maybe Fox News and and you've got the Daily Signal at the uh, the Heritage Foundation you've got and you've got me on the radio um, and others like me on the radio but our news media is the most corrupt institution in the United States of America and that's saying something that was a question in our mailbag yesterday too you know which alphabet soup more corrupt the government agencies or the networks and uh, you know you NYT you can do New York Times and stuff too uh, the news media is the the key to the corruption that's what makes it work it is the merger of state and corporate power
right, let's go to, uh, it's more abuses of power. This is gigantic and scandalous abuse of power. There should be people in handcuffs. Um, but in Washington now, it's just another day of the week. And our news media could care less. That's a term of speech. Actually, they, they couldn't care less. It would be impossible for them to care less. Uh, but let's go to uh, Greg calling from Rockville, Maryland. Greg, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, Greg. Uh, sorry, one. Uh, sorry, one second here. Uh, <laughs> great. Thank you for having my call. Taking my call. Uh, I just wanted to say, did you see the uh, um, Media Research Center report on bias in uh, PBS NewsHour reporting? In the PBS New, the Panhandler Broadcasting System. Yeah, PBS NewsHour reporting, they, they did a, a very good study, 85% negative coverage of House Republicans in the House Republican Conference um, and vote for Speaker McCarthy, 50% plus positive coverage for House Democrats on a variety of issues. Um, and, I mean, basically the article just makes the point that I've been making is that we just need to defund it. I mean, if Republicans keep funding this stuff, then... I mean, can you really complain when they keep signing off on budgets that give the Corporation for Public Broadcasting billions of dollars? And Biden's budget for the next year wants to give them, I think, $40 million more. So, I mean, at some point they just have to say, no, unless, one, you go back to fairness and equal treatment, or we're just going to defund it. I don't understand why they can't just uh, – who pays – it's like you paying for somebody to just you know smear you day in and day out. I don't understand that. It is exactly like that, and the Democrats uh, laid the track for this over time, and the Republicans, quite honestly, I ain't going to say it, are too stupid to defund the uh, Corporation (laughs) for Public Broadcasting. Uh, And I've been talking about this for years. I think it's in the neighborhood of $500 million a year. And then, of course, they get more money from local governments and uh, and things across the country, and they lie about how many, uh, they lie constantly about how many uh, tax dollars they get uh, at public broadcasting and and National Panhandler Radio. Um, and it is yep. a, the Democrats have set up, this is about information dominance. An invading army would do this if they attacked the United States, like the Chinese communists or something. <laughs> they would set up a radio network in every city, big and small, in every hamlet, in every holla. Uh, and uh, they and they would spread their propaganda. And, that, and it's, it is maybe the biggest news network operation in the United States of America. And they're suckling on the taxpayer teat, as I always say, Greg. And um, uh, yep. and and the Republicans have allowed this to go on year after year after year, knowing that it's a Democrat propaganda operation. And uh, I just, you know, the Republicans, you got the evil party and the stupid party, and the Republicans and the Democrats both prove it again and again, don't they? Thank you, Greg. I have the MRC study here now. <laughs> John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? (laughs) You pay me more. Jeff Smith teaches on the sliding scale. (laughs) Those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.